This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. I want us to open our Bibles very quickly to the book of Kings, 1 Kings 17. Thank you, King of Glory. Listen, God must take the first place in your life. Today, I just want to share on the blessings of giving God the first place in our lives. Thank you. First Kings. It says, Arise, 17 verse 9, Get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there, gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but an handful of meal in the barrel, and a little oil in the cruise and behold I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die and Elijah said unto her fear not go and do as thou hast said but make me thereof a little cake first somebody said me say first and bring it unto me. And after make for thee and for thy son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel. The barrel of meal shall not waste. Neither shall the cruise of oil fail. Until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. Until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. She and he and her house did eat many days and the barrel of meal wasted not. Neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the Lord which is spake by Elijah. The Lord blessed the reading of his word. Remember the story when Ahab, you know, Ahab was a wicked king and had married a woman, Jezebel, who was very wicked. And the land committed adultery, you know, because she brought him foreign gods, Baal and Ashtarah, lower ones. If you read it, see, she brought in the priest, even the priest of the groves. And they were all there, you know. They fed at their table, built altars. They departed from God. Jezebel was so wicked. And because of that departure, you know, from the laws of God, from the ways of God, God responded, you know, by bringing a drought to Elijah, the Tishbite. God sent him. He went and declared 
said there will not be any rain. This is judgment. So God judged them for the space of three and a half years. So three and a half years. And as soon as he said it, everything dried up. Rain did not fall. Not only rain, but also dew. If you read the story, not only rain, but dew. So no water, no rain, no dew. Everything was dry. Then God had to tell um, um, Elijah to go to the brook Cherith and then to stay there so he could have water. And also for his meal, he told him that the ravens shall feed him. Not one, many. Maybe there could be a thousand, I don't know, or five hundred, I don't know, or ten or twenty, but not one. He says, the ravens shall feed thee. They will bring meal and meat for you in the morning and also bring also uh, meat, you know, and bread for you in the evening, you know. So God sustained him until the brook dried up. And God said to him, go to Zarephath. I've commanded a woman there who will sustain you. And then when he got there, the woman had finished everything, exhausted all she had. She only had just had a small meal in a barrel, small flour, handful. Say handful. So when people say like they do a hand like this, when somebody says something handful, it's just something small that you can handle. It wasn't in a big basket, it was not um, in a sack, just small, a handful. Not only that, in the jar or the cruise of oil, she just had a little, you know. And then when the man of God came, told her, please get me water. So as she was going, he sent to her again. He said, make me a meal so I can eat. He said, ah, Elijah, I'm only gathering these two sticks. This is my last meal. I have no hope again. Nowhere to borrow. Nowhere to get the meal. No one will give you. People were dying. Said, just have this small one. I just want to. Just this is the last one. I'm, in fact, I'm just trying to prepare this for my son and I so we can eat and afterward we die because there's no hope again we don't get from the neighbors to borrow nobody had not only that she could not even have enough for her household because if you read that part discover that when God turned it around he said he had enough for her for the prophet for her son and also her house the entire home front nothing her cousins were there they were dying the most important person to her was her son I remember that she was a widow her husband had died so I said just for my son and I I can't even all my cousins my auntie my grandma my mother they are there I cannot I don't, there's, there's no hope for them just this moment for me and my son to eat and afterward we'll die know something there. He said, no. Make me 
first. Give me first. Give me first. Give me first. For this is the principle of the Lord. This is the word of God. Make me first. Give me first. And the man of God declared that the barrel of flour shall never be wasted. It will not finish. The oil would not cease to flow. It will not fail. Until, until the time that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. Do you know what that means? She obeyed. Then when she obeyed, see what happened. The Bible says, until the time that the Lord sends rain upon the earth, Elijah prayed that it should not rain and it not rain for three and a half years. For for three and a half years, we were going to the same barrel where they had flour and they were taken, not for 10 days, not for one month, not for two months, for one year, two years, three years, until the Lord sends rain upon the earth. The cruise of oil did not fail. There was always oil there. They went there, they always found oil. Oil was always flowing. Not for one day, not for 10 days or for one month. Throughout the whole period, until the Lord sends rain upon the earth. When you give God first, no matter how small you have, God demands that you give him first place. First. That is what secures you. First. Some of us probably are saying, oh, I can't pay my tithes. Tithe is an expression of the first. That this little money I have is too small. I can't take out 10%. But honor God first. And God, even in that state, will not allow the barrel of flour to be exhausted. He will not allow the cruise of oil to fail. Honoring God first. God likes to take the first place in our lives. With your substance. One of the expressions that you honor God first is in your tithing. No matter how small it is, whatsoever comes to you, in spite of the numerous needs you have around you and necessities. Please honor God first. When we do that, something happens. It sustains you where you are. And I want to tell someone something this morning. That where you are right now is not your conclusion. Because he said what? He said, until the time that the rain comes, there are blessings awaiting you in the future that God has purposed for you. Many of us, 
don't know this. Every time you honor God, it reserves a blessing for you. It demands this. Are you giving God the first of your time? Or you are too busy to serve God? Not only your money, but your time. Your time. Somebody says, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy. We are too busy to comply to this eternal principle of God first. See what God says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. He demands it. How many of us know that our God is a jealous God? Exodus 20 verse 5. It says, For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. I'm a jealous God. The reason why you see in the Old Testament where God abandoned his people and allowed the enemy to deal with them ruthlessly. Well, with all the, I mean, in the Old Testament, why God is angry. It's all because of idolatry. Most of the time. They will depart from God. God will beg them. God will now cause their enemies to deal with them. They will kill them. And he will cause them to repent. And he will show him again. He will show them again his mercy and bring them back. If you read the Old Testament, you will see these stories. The Old Testament is filled with that. Why? Because your God is a jealous God. Are you giving him the first of the talents he's given unto you? Many of us have huge talents. Yet, you've not given him first to serve him. You use your connections to be a blessing to God. The church, for example, is looking for a land. And uh, probably you are connected to the minister, you know, or probably the president or so on. Or you can assist the church in doing it. You can give the first of your connection. I remember a church where my wife was, a friend. One of the sisters there took it upon herself a responsibility and said, The church for the land, land church, I must be the one to get this thing. And she went, connected. In fact, the church today is a pride to the body of Christ in this city. used a connection and said God let me give that one first or have you not taking God for granted many of us we just behave as if this just I own my life I own my property I own my intelligence I own my connection I own the grace. I own my anointing. I own my life. You don't own yourself. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Isn't that what the Bible says? There is a blessing in serving God with what He's given unto you. See, many Christians still today they don't pay tithes. 
the first in the Old Testament, the first that came, either of the goat or the ram, belongs to God. The first one that opens the womb is given unto God and dedicated unto God. Go and check it in the Old Testament. Why? Because your God is a jealous God. In all the attempt in trying to get all for yourself, you will be a big loser at the end of the day. When you honor God, even in the midst of scarcity, He will make sure that the barrel of flour will not be exhausted. He will make sure that the cruise of oil will not fail. There will always be a supply until the time that God has determined to send rain a bigger blessing to you. Let's try and honor God. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Exodus 23 as I conclude verse 25. Exodus 23 verse 25. The blessings of service. Please can I have it? Exodus 23. Can I have them on the screen? Verse 25. It says, And ye shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. He says, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. He says, they shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The numbers of thy days I will fulfill. He says, I will send my fear before thee. And will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. And I will make all thy enemies turn their backs unto thee. Have you seen it here? Let's go through it again from 25. You shall serve the Lord your God. The blessings of service. She served the Lord and give to sustain the prophet. Give unto God. It says, and it shall bless thy bread and thy water. When thy water and thy bread is blessed, to multiply. It means it will not be exhausted. It says, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Go ahead. 20, 26. So sickness is taken away from thee as a result of service unto God, they shall nothing cast their young. It means not be barren. It means you will not be unproductive in their land. Not only that, the numbers of their days, not you will fulfill, I will fulfill. The Lord is committed to fulfill. Let me give you a testimony of what happened to me. How many of you know what happened to me when I, because I know I cannot die before my time. I wish I had the, well, I brought the CDs here so I can play it for you so you can see. When I was having the heart problem, I, um, I went to the hospital and met the experts. So one of the things they did was that they put this altar, they call it altar, monitor, that monitors your heartbeat. 
for 24 hours. And then they monitor everything 24 hours. You see your heartbeat, you see your heart rate, you see how your heart is working. And then they will play it before you. You play it so you can see yourself. Science has gone very far. Listen very carefully. As I serve the Lord with all my heart and give him first place, honestly, I know I can die. And if paradventure, or I not, that's wrong, wrong English. Paradventure, if I die, please just know that it's not devil. It's just it's my time. Because it's impossible. I can't. When I'm actively engaged in the work of God. How many of you know, most people don't know, I'm not a full-time pastor. This is what I do. I have my own business too. This is born out of passion and is born out of God. Please, let me give you the first place. First energy. Sometimes people see me, the zeal with which I follow God. They think there's something there for me. Nothing. The only thing that is there for me is God. It's impossible for me to die. Except maybe if I break the edge and then the serpent can smite me, can bite me. God forbid. But honestly, as I serve God, it's impossible for me to die. Impossible. I know what I'm saying. So, they did this test. Oh my God, I've forgotten how I brought it for us. When we're playing it, the cardiologist said, see, here, what happened here? Your heart stopped beating. Two times I died. I was not even aware. I looked at the time. It was around three o'clock. I was still sleeping. If I didn't see that, I wouldn't have believed in the power of God that God can sustain me even when my heart is failing. I'm telling you the gospel truth. God forbid that I flatter on his altar. There's no need. Why will I advertise? I mean, if God wants to advertise himself, let him do it. I'm not the one to come and make it look so big. Impossible. It's not even my character. God is committed to me to make sure that I fulfill the numbers of my years even in the midst of attack. Can you explain it? Doctor says, see, I saw it there. He said, what happened here? See, you died. Your heart stopped. Not once, not twice. Not once, but twice. He said, this is a very serious case. You have to begin to go to America now. That's why they have um, um, uh, when it comes to cardiac medicine, you know, heart surgery and things like that. Said in at once you have to be see. See me, I'm, I'm alive. It's important. I cannot die. It's not. I'm not boasting. I'm just boasting in the Lord. Now and again, he said he will bless thy bread and thy water. Most people don't know. I'll give you a testimony. 
you know, as the church is growing, the work is growing, we have sometimes I don't have my own time. And pastors work is 24 hours. How? God showed me again in his word. Because sometimes, you know, some pastors say, you can switch off your phone. I don't switch off my phone. Why? When I saw a place that also confirmed that again, was about the shepherd who was keeping their sheep in the night. When the angels came and declared the good tidings to them. So why as a shepherd will I put up my phone and say I don't care until morning that is official when it says that shepherds were there keeping their flocks at night so as the work is growing you know it has eaten deep into my own personal work of course you know in Nigeria when you are not there some things will not go well it takes God to make things to go well there. I to put in a very good system. Abroad, you when you when you set up your business, you expect or you or you um, you employ someone is expected. You expect him to perform. In Nigeria, you inspect them to perform. They give you two jobs. No good work ethics. People are many things wrong. That's why I see people are moving their businesses from here, from Nigeria to Ghana, moving their businesses to out of the country because it's, it's, it's better. And Nigeria will give you problems. It's, it's all about the mindset. Many things wrong. It has to be a total readjustment. So, because of that, I thought I was not getting the result I wanted. So, one time, you know. I told God, I said, God, I, I, I wanted to pay for, um, they brought the um, coming for my son's school. I said, I've not paid his um, um, fees. I said, fees. I called my wife, we've not paid the fees. And honestly, at that time, I didn't have that money. Maybe about $3,000 or so. Here in Abuja, one of the schools. Then, I sat down and I was thinking, I said, ah, this church thing, this is not too much. I, 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 it's because I'm not doing my business. If I was there, there's no, what is oh, 3,000, 3,000 dollars is nothing. At this point, it seems as if everywhere was just dry. Do you know, I went to God, I, I said this. I had, I, I can bear witness. And God wanted to prove something to me. I never knew it was a time for proving. Because you see, you cannot go about God's business and God will leave you without his blessing because there are blessings for service when you give God his first place. Nobody pays me to go to church every morning, some of you, to go and be praying for people I don't even know. Necessity I must give God first place. Very accessible. Want to see me very easy. I must give God first place. I sat down and I was thinking what to do. And God used that experience to teach me a very big lesson that you cannot serve me and go empty. 
As I was sitting down there, I was thinking, so I had to pay for my son, I had to pay also for my daughter. I paid about $4,000. I was thinking. Sometimes people don't know that pastors do go through some of these things. I told God I will never go beg anyone, not one day. And it has never happened. I'll go and knock. I say, please, church member. All of a sudden, I got a call. I settled that. Make him settle that. And then got a call from one of the best schools we have in this country. Called my wife. This woman, just many years ago, just met my wife once. She did not even know me. I've never met her more than two times. I'm speaking to you. Called and said, she did not even know I'm a pastor, pastor in the church or so. When this thing is open, you can see. Called and said, the Lord said to her that for your daughter, God said, Listen, this person is not related to me. No business connection. No, not, not related to us. Has nothing to do with us. And called and said, the Lord said to me that for your girl, I should give her a scholarship in our school, 100%. First, I said, God, really? So we started, we started to talk. And I started to visit the school. It's a very good school. Very, very good school. We have some of our ministers here have their children there. Ministers, PAMSEC, DGs, governors, they have their children there. And I'm telling you the gospel truth. And then came and said, really? So at first we were very slow. I was thinking, should we, should we not go? took a trip there when we got there she said to her that she went back to God and said God didn't I hear well from you this was exactly what you told me that that man in Abuja and his wife should give them 100% scholarship in the school so they gave us all the papers I calculated it colleagues for six years that she would do there, everything was 28 million naira. For a person I don't know, I don't even know, no connection. But she said God spoke to her. And because we're thinking that my girlfriend was too young, we can't start to, to boarding school, so we delayed. Not until about a week or two weeks to, to, to resumption, and then went there. She said yes. That she went back to God and said, Did I not hear God well? If someone were to tell me to take, I don't have 28 million naira to pay for school fees. See what God has done. When you give God the first place in your life, it will sustain you. Most of us need to move from where we are right now to where God wants us to be. And there is a huge blessing because the rain will come much more than you expect in Jesus' mighty name. Challenge someone today, give God first. When in the midst of your scarcity, give him, give him, give him that time. 
give to him. Give him your talents. And God will never disappoint you. God is a generous God. Go ahead and bless the name of the Lord this morning and just thank you. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.